you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What is up? Welcome to another edition of the NFL Fantasy Live podcast. Me, your man, MG Marcus Grant, alongside the Fantasy Hall of Famer, Michael Fabiano. And uh, we have hit the midway point of the fantasy regular season now. It's insane how fast it goes. I mean, it's crazy, right? Yeah. And once you hit Halloween, then it goes into like light speed. Right. Right through the end of the season. Because then you're just pretty much on almost on top of the fantasy playoffs. And then just mm-hmm. more weeks after that. So yep. uh, plenty to talk about. But first, before we do that, uh, go behind the glass as always, our faithful producer our man there sir edward l murphy edward murph what's up man uh, I'm at that point in my fantasy season, like you just said, midway through, where I'm like, okay, there's a lot of buys this week, and I'm like, oh, this guy performed. Like, guys you don't want to rely on, you're now relying on, uh, and it's a bit scary. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is that point, because now we've got four teams on a buy where you look around your roster, and you're like, uh Mm-hmm. Either, either these guys I drafted late in my draft, or I grabbed off the waiver wire that you, you don't really love, but you're like, I got to play them. Speaking of scary, though, the the top of the quarterback position is littered with awful matchups. Yep. Breeze is in Baltimore. Brady's in Chicago. Watson's in Jacksonville. Rivers is in London against Tennessee. So you could see some of these guys give you a stinker or two this upcoming weekend. Yeah, that, that, that could be pretty ugly. So we'll we'll, we'll kind of navigate through that. Uh, do, do, we, do we have a delirious pick this week? I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, I always okay. have, I always stop. Cool. Yeah. So we'll do a delirious pick. I didn't put it on the rundown. That was my okay. bad. Um, but uh, we'll get one of those this week as well. But uh, we also have a special guest coming in the studio a little bit later on. Jerry O'Connell, yeah, buddy, star of I was gonna say stage and screen, but certainly screen. Well, right? dude, he's been in plays in New York there too, you go. man. Stage, stage and screen, and screen. all screens, all of that. But he's like be... the king of all media, kind of. But well, uh, well, not like Howard Stern is, but he's pretty <laughs> close actually. If you think about it, right? But uh, so he'll be here. He'll be uh, conquering the podcast space. He'll talk some fantasy with us. Give us some of his deep sleeper plays. Uh, Dumpster Doug. He comes up with some names, man. And every once yeah, in a dude. while, some of these names hit. So yep. it's always fun to talk. You never to know when he's going to give you the next Javorski Lane or Chris right? Durham. There you go. So yep. uh, we'll talk to Jerry about some of his picks as well coming up in just a little bit. But first, let's do some news. 
Uh, we'll start with the Rams. Cooper Cup has been ruled out for this week's game against the 49ers because of his knee injury. I, I don't know that it was a major surprise. I mean, I think the, the bigger surprise was that he came back to play yeah, at all last exactly. week. Um, and he didn't really play much in the second half of that game. Uh, you know, the, the Rams figured out how to win without him. And it looks like he's out for at least this week. So uh, the only real question, I mean, we know Brandon Cooks is a start. We know Robert Woods is a start. Um, Josh Reynolds, do you do you take a chance on him? I mean, deeper league, you know, sort of dart throw, mm-hmm. honestly, because you still got Woods. You've still got Cooks. You've still got the best running back in fantasy football, Todd Gurley there. So that's a dart throw to me. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of agree. I mean, I think if you're playing in a deep league, give him a shot. He'll play on the outside mostly, and, and maybe he can hit a big play or two. But, you know, we'll see. And because points is points, if Greg Zerline's on your waiver wire, pick him up. That's right. Greg Zerline is He's back. coming back. Legatron is back. Greg the leg, whatever you want to call him. Yep. He's, uh, he's back this week uh, for the Rams. Uh, more injury news. T.Y. Hilton has practiced fully this week after dealing with a uh, hamstring and chest injury. So it looks like he will be ready to go this week for the Colts. The matchup on paper is not all that great. I mean, the Bills defense has been pretty good. But do you have enough confidence in T.Y. Hilton that if he plays, you're going to play him? I mean... We're not talking about Jacoby Brissett throwing him the football. We're talking about his guy, Andrew Luck. So if T.Y. is back, he's back in my lineup, especially with four teams on a buy. And remember, you know, Ryan Grant's a little bit banged up now as well. Of course, they still don't have Jack Doyle in in the lineup. So targets should be a, a plentiful. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they've been loading up. We've seen Chester Rogers. We've seen Eric Ebron get a whole lot of work. Uh, I would think that if T.Y. Hilton is back, he is Andrew Luck's favorite receiver. So that's where a lot of those targets will go. Uh, Ryan Tannehill looks like he's not going to play again this week for the Miami Dolphins. Now, the NFL is reviewing some sort of injury report issue. That doesn't have anything to do with us. What you need to know is that Ryan Tannehill is not going to play. And it means another week of Brock Osweiler. So Lions defense? Yes, <laughs> because Brock Allers, he's not that good. He, whatever he did last week, he was not that good. I don't know if it was because the Bears didn't prepare for him, but do you really need to prepare for Brock Osweiler? You know, I think it's, I don't one, know. Of those, it's one of those things, you know, like especially in baseball you know, where, where a hitter just seems to have a pitcher's number. You know, like it, it could be just some yeah. light hitting utility infielder and somehow like they will find a way to light up Clayton Kershaw or whatever it is. I think that's just one of those things where Brock Osweiler just can play against the Bears. I don't, I don't know. know. But yeah, I think the Lions defense is a good play. I'm not buying into the the resurrection of Brock Osweiler as a viable fantasy starter or NFL starter. He's going to turn it over and the Lions defense is available in a lot of leagues. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then one more piece of quarterback news. Derek Anderson is back in our lives. I, I didn't even know he was in the league. Dude, he wasn't in the league. Actually, I think at the beginning of the month, he was vacationing with his family. Yeah. And why would, let me ask you a question, Marcus. Why would you, if you were vacationing with your family, you're financially, you're good to go. Why would you leave that to quarterback the Buffalo Bills? Oh, man. Why would you do that? I guess there's just, look, I I mean, never having played professional football. I don't know. Maybe there's just something about not being able to stay away. It's the burning desire to play football. I don't know, man. I'd I'll, rather just chill out and you know what? hang I also, out with my family. I also wonder if he signed that deal thinking, oh, you know, what are the chances I actually have to play this year? <laughs> like, I can go and stand on the sideline and collect a check and, you know, uh-huh. and now all of a sudden, you know, Josh Allen is going to be out for the foreseeable future. How is Nathan Peterman even on their roster Nathan at this Peterman point? has like just that dude, he's a disaster. The, he's the worst quarterback in the league. You can't, I'm not going to name a name, but there are a lot of quarterbacks, including one that comes to mind who's way better than Nathan Peterman. Uh, But that's neither here nor there. Um, But 
this to me makes the Colts defense streamable. And, yes. Oh, yes. And, and the Colts defense is not any great shakes. No, it, it's not. No. But Buffalo, Derek Anderson and his what did money say? He had 19 size, that 19, size 19 feet and his size 19s. I'm, I'm going I'm going out to the waiver wire dreaming the Colts if I don't have a good defense. Yeah. I'm. You know, it's funny. I, I said at the beginning of the year, I said, you know, Bill's fans at some point are going to miss Tyrod Taylor to Rod Taylor. Um, and I'm just wondering, do yeah. Bill's fans, do you miss Tarod yet? Because you could use Tarod Taylor right mm-hmm. now. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So uh, so good luck to the Bills and to Derek Anderson. Wish you the best. Uh, in the meantime, for the rest of you, stream the Colts defense. Uh, and that's pretty much everything you need to know. That was the news. We are joined in the studio by a special guest, friend of the program, friend of Fantasy Live, and friend to uh, Fantasy Managers Everywhere. It's actor Jerry O'Connell. Jerry, thanks for stopping by, man. Oh, man, it is... It's the highlight of my year coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have you on. Usually you're, once or twice a year, you come on Fantasy Live, and you do what you call your, your fantasy dumpster dives. Basically, like these are like deep, deep sleepers. And you're, you are amazingly good at this. I yeah. don't know... Uh, sorry, Mike. No, no, no. Do you remember Javorski Lane? <laughs> you probably don't, but Jerry did give us Javorski Lane the week he scored a couple of touchdowns. Right. I believe he was a fullback for the Miami Dolphins. Go line back. Chris Durham was another one. Yeah. And pre- people are like, who the hell's Chris Durham? Right. He's this <laughs> wide receiver that played for the Lions. And Jerry had a great call on him as well. So. Well, I don't know what it is. I'm inherently, I'm a cheap person. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm cheap. If I buy a plane ticket, I go on a number of travel websites. Mm-hmm. I go to a number of, I like, I really shop. If I'm just even buying a ticket, let's say we're here in Los Angeles. Let's say I'm going to Vegas. I mean, it's pretty easy. You go to one right. airline, boom, you buy it. I extensively search <laughs> and I find the cheapest. I don't care if I have to connect twice on what should be a half hour flight. I'm going to find the cheapest flight. And for me, that's what fantasy football is. Um, you know, I, um, it, you do feel great when you have those. Now I want to tell you, you typically lose when you start those people <laughs> because in the words of Michael Fabiano, who is my, my fantasy guru, don't get fancy. Is that what you always say? Don't, don't get, get cute. Don't get cute. Right. That's what Michael always tells me every <laughs> weekend. I'm like, hey, I want to try, you know, Damian Ratley. I want to I want to put him in my in my WR1 slot. And Fabs is just like, don't get cute, Jerry. Don't do it. <laughs> Stick with Julio Jones. Yeah, but Julio's only been scoring 10 points a game. Jerry, just start your number one pick <laughs> and don't get cute. So I do have a tendency to get cute, but I do love those dumpster dives based uh, purely on um, the fact that I love a good bargain. Yeah. All right. And, and so you mentioned one already. We got week seven coming in. I mean, geez, we're, I, I, we're like halfway through the fantasy season so already. So it's da- insane. Damian Ratley is, is one of them. So, right? so, and if you don't know who Damian Ratley is, he's a wide receiver for the Browns. He's not a Browns fan. He came fan. in last week when Rashad Higgins got hurt, and he put up a decent PPR line. Yeah. And now the Browns are going to Tampa Bay – where fantasy points are plentiful, especially right. for wide receivers. Sure. So that is one of your dumpster yeah. dives. Uh, D- D- Damien is definitely, I-, I mean, I'm going to start him 
in all of my leagues. Uh, I, I, um, I love it. I love it. Also, listen, I'm a little weird in the sense that I'm weirdly a Browns fan. I, um, I have, I've, I don't, I've never been to the land. I've never, <laughs> you've never been to Cleveland. No, here, I've here's never the been to the land. Jerry's actually a Giants fan who has just given up after last week's loss. So he's jumped on the Cleveland bandwagon. Uh, it's, it's fun to see a young quarterback. I love them. Yeah. Another dumpster dive. I have, I love, I love talking this guy. Okay. Marlon Mack. Oh, all right. Back all the right. Colts. All right. Um, I just, you know, I, I, he's going to be available in everyone's leagues. Um, I, I think he's going to start to have double digit. I think he's going to potentially start to score 15 points a week. Wow. So you're on the Jim Ursay. Uh, hey, he's going to have 1,500 scrimmage yards. Season. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know a, about that. He had a very sneaky, like, 85 or so yards last week. I mean, he just kind of came out of nowhere. I, I, hey, this guy here, you know, this is this is the guru of garbage right now. now. That said, I am not going to go against what he says. That said, um, by the way, dumpster dive. I think that's got a negative connotation, right? To it. Why don't we call them bargain hunting? Uh, bargain bargain hunting. That even has. I feel like I'm going to the ninety nine cents. <laughs> um, uh, um, fi- fi- diamonds in the rough. Okay, <laughs> there you go. All right. All right. Oh no, diamonds and I want to say, listen, no one should, no one should do what I'm doing. I'm having, I'm having a really bad fantasy season okay. and I gotta say emotionally it's been difficult for me I've really had to realize there are bigger problems in the world than me losing by two points in my <laughs> fantasy league but you know what on a on a on a Sunday while well, you that is all true on a Sunday or Monday afternoon like for at least a half hour that's all that kind of matters though right I know but you know I mean because Woods didn't score 15 points in the Rams game I mean it should it affect my week? It shouldn't. And I've really being on a having a losing team this year. And by the way, everything has gone wrong. I started Quincy Anunwa last week, and he was out in the first quarter. I started Deshaun <laughs> Watson last week, and he only got me five. I mean, like everything. I started Ryan. Finally, I was like, you know what? I'm jumping on this Ryan Fitzpatrick train. <laughs> that's it. He's going to score me thirty points, and that's when he got pulled halfway. <laughs> it's just like everything. Everything that could have gone wrong has gone wrong this season. And I'm just desperately trying to stay out of last place because in one particular league, there is a punishment for coming in. I know we don't Uh like to talk about stakes and all that stuff here at NFL, but there is a punishment in one of my leagues for coming in last place. Can we say, do we know what it is? Yeah. I I mean, I don't want to mention it. Like we don't mention. We're not going to see Jerry O'Connell on TMZ walking down Hollywood Boulevard and nothing but a sign that says I suck at fantasy football. There is a punishment. I don't want to offend anyone here at the league. There is a punishment, and it involves public nudity. Oh, okay. And Lord. I cannot. No, I'm. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm not kidding. It's um, it's private nudity. Um, <laughs> no, but I. I really am trying. Now I'm just trying to stay out. Speaking of dumpster diving, I'm trying to stay away from the bottom. I just need a couple of wins this season to All do right. it. So now I'm just. I'm just going for that fifth. Fifth draft pick. <laughs> so, I don't need that number one draft pick. So when you're playing in leagues, I mean, you and I have made a couple of trades through through the years, but do you typically avoid making trades and you try to build your team up through the waiver wire? What's this your strategy? Is, uh, this is terrible. This is, by the way, don't do as I do because I am the bottom. I, I don't trade nearly enough. Mm-hmm. I always think that someone is trying yeah, to let get me look one. At your roster here, Jerry. Someone's always trying to get one over on me on a trade. Now I would never do that to a friend. <laughs> I always think that I'm, I, I'm losing something in a trade. So I'm more of a, and as I told you before, I am a bargain hunter. So I, I always think I'm going to find 
I'm I'm going to find that, uh, you know, listen, I went in heavy on Dorsett week one. I blew all my wa- waiver money on uh, Dorsett. That Oof. was mm-hmm. that Oof. was a mistake. You know, I thought for sure I was like, here we go. Tom Brady found his guy. He's got that he's got that uh, Dion Branch thing going on with him where he's just giving him like head like winks and stuff. And they know exactly. And they're on the same page. And that, you know, now that Gordon's there and everybody's clicking in uh, in New England they, he just happens to be clicking with yeah. everyone but but, but, but Dorsett. Dorsett. <laughs> yeah yeah so uh. so Marcus here's here's Jerry's lineup okay all right the wide receivers start off very well the wide receivers I mean with, with Julio Jones and, and Odell. OBJ and then it all kinds of falls apart there um I mean well look the, the good news is you will probably get Evan Ingram back this week so that helps your tight end spot yep. mm-hmm. um the Jaguars, I just don't feel like they'll, they can't be as bad defensively this week as they were last I don't, week. What, hey, what what happened last week? I actually heard you talking about Dak um, in the Fantasy Football Live show. What was it? Are we supposed to jump on the Cowboys? And I know, like, Fabiano's getting all excited right now. I'm not because I know what we are on I don't, the road. I, I don't know. I, or, I'm, I'm, are, I think, I think this is, is Dak back? Am, are we supposed to I don't know that he's this? back, but I think this week is another potentially good week for him. I think, you know, I, I think it's going to be up and down. It's like, I don't know if you want to ride the Dak roller coaster. I'm not sure. No. So, I, I listen, uh, you're, you're running back. As a Cowboys though, fan, I, no, I want nothing to do with it. Anyways, but so Alfred Morris is on your roster. After what happened <laughs> last week, Alfred Morris should never be on another fantasy football roster as long as he lives. Here's the thing, though. It's not his fault, but he killed a lot of people last week, but man. The, the crazy thing about that is, and, you know, because I think everybody was trying to figure out who on earth is Raheem Mostert after last week. Yep. I think we I think we may be full on. We have a full blown case of Shanahanigans again. Kyle Shanahan is right? taking over from his dad because the reports out of San Francisco this week were that, well, you know, this was maybe potentially a one week thing. It's just that most of it seemed to fit better with what we wanted to do. That doesn't mean Alfred Morris is dead. For those so, who don't know what we're talking about, we are talking about the 49ers ground game. Yes, because correct. This is, I, I believe this is a first in a couple of years we've been talking about the 49ers ground <laughs> and, game. And Mostard, I mean, he is live. dumpster dive gold for you, I would think. Gold. No? I don't believe he's even available in my league anymore. Come on. I, I was too late. I was too late on that, <laughs> uh, on that train. He was kind of the new hotness after what he did against the Packers last yeah. week. Um, and I blew all of my waiver wire money on Disley, the tight end. Oh, <laughs> I can't do that. Stay away you from me, everybody. It makes, you, it makes you feel bad. I didn't blow all of my all of my waiver money on him, but I did go out and get Will Disley in a week. And I think I got him the week he got hurt. So like I played him right. and I got like one catch. That was it. And, um, and talking, I feel of, your pain. talking of the tight end position, you want to talk about a dumpster fire. I mean, that that whole position is that's the Jerry O'Connell position this season. After you get past, you know, the elite guys like the Ertz's and the Gronks and the Kelsey's. I mean, Jared Cook's even been a guy that people are starting week in and week out. And that guy, I mean, you, you can't trust him as far as you could throw him. Do you have any dumpster dive tight ends this week? Don't give me Jeff Swain because I'm a Cowboys fan and you know that I have a soft spot for him. I'm not going to play him. But do you have a dumpster dive at tight end this week. Um, look, tight ends are some of my favorite positions because you're, you, there's a good shot of you getting six points in the end zone. They're right. just end zone monsters. Um, I, I, oh, man, this is a deep... Now, by the way, this is like... This is the, not I, one of my diamonds in the rough. I love the prefaces because I'm really, like, I can't really wait to I see I can't really is. stand by this. I mean, I know I've come by and like really like put all my money on Javorski Lane Butterball. <laughs> that was his nickname. I didn't make that up. That was his nickname on um, Hard Knocks. Um, 
But I, I do like that tight end, Chris Herndon, for the, of Jets. the Jets. The Jets. I, I do. I do think the Jets are sort of. You know, there's a young quarterback, so they're kind of fun to watch because you're watching someone learn the game, and there's going to be excitement and there's newness there. So it's a fun team to watch, and um, I. I I just think he's going to rely on his on his tight ends a little bit, and uh, you know I think Herndon is going to be his 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 guy this weekend. And Quincy Anunwa is not playing, he's so right, that's out. someone who's a receiver who sort of plays in sort of a tight end ish position. Chris Herndon, I can't stand by it. If you are in bye week, <laughs> if you can't start your Jesse James or your McDonald's or that's how bad it's um, you, you know this is someone who you can maybe reach for. Uh, so you know I write start him and sit him every week. Yeah. Herndon is one of my sleepers. <laughs> yeah, he is, baby. man. I love it. Yeah, dude. Was that just, did you just decide that sitting next to me? No, hearing it's the wisdom right that's now. coming Check. out of my mouth. But, uh, it's some kind of like cosmic inspiration that came from you. Knowing that you were going to be in this week, Chris Herndon did make Look, I, I do have a weird thing also. You got to sit down and watch these games if you're starting them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the Jets, borderline going to be fun, you know, with, with Darnold throwing. You know, you can start Sammy Watkins, who I know has had some tough weeks the last couple weeks but you get to watch a Chiefs game you know I mean I'm also a little bit for the entertainment value of it you know um Some teams are just a little more boring to watch. You know, I'm not going to name them. I don't want to like upset. The, I don't like want any Twitter hate. Tennessee Titans, number one. <laughs> listen, That's listen. The top of the list. <laughs> I don't want any Twitter hate. All teams are talented and everything, but some teams are just not as electrifying. Teams are just not fun to than watch. others. And you know, watching Patrick Mahomes or even Darnold or even Mayfield um, throw out there, they're um, they're they're fun people to watch. Okay, so you're playing uh, the Miz this week in our NFL Celebrity League, and I think Mike is like, I think he's. Five and one. He's really good. Um, I mean, it's amazing but, how but good looking, loss. muscular, I know. and good at fantasy football. You know, and, not and good at. Mike is like one of my best buds. I love him. But I mean, every single thing that you want, good looking guy, right? Great physique. He's married to a beautiful woman. has a has a beautiful baby. Yeah. He's he's rich. He's famous. He's a WWE superstar. And he's got everything. And he's got everything. But you know what he doesn't have? A win over me this season. Oh, really? That's all I got on him. Are you I, one? Are I, you his one L? I am his one L. I haven't lost in that league, and I'm two and zero against him this year. Wow. Yeah. So okay. I gave him the skull crushing finale fantasy football style so far this season. That's so amazing. You were one of the few people in the world that can get in Mike the Miz's face and go, "I own you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. And hopefully um, he won't uh, give me any kind of clothesline in return. Yeah, this season has really been dealing with losing in fantasy and how to not let it emotionally affect me for five days. By the way, my children can tell when I've lost in fantasy. Oh, I'll no. go out to dinner with them and they'll be like, Dad, did you lose in fantasy? <laughs> like they can tell just from my demeanor. It really affects me. It really, and like, there are no, by the way, I searched this. There are no forums out there for like people who've lost by two points. You need to start one. I should start a support group. Yeah, I know. You know like an online really support start, group. Like, people who lost by two points, like just come here and just sound off. Right. I do want to say for the record, I did ask, I did ask fantasy football master Michael Fabiano about, um, 
uh, Will Disley, like week one, I was like, is this guy for real? And Fabs was like, no, don't touch him. I wouldn't touch him at all. I wouldn't touch him. And I was like, hey, why are you so harsh on Will Disley? And then Fabs finally admitted, because I lost by two points because I put that garbage <laughs> yes. down in the fourth Yeah, quarter. man. Dude, but so Fabs, you were absolutely right. I, I should not bitter. have spent $99 on him. That oh, was a mistake. It looked bad before he got hurt, but I mean, it's, it's Will Disley. Like that was, people ask me, it's Will Disley. It's, you know, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't advise people to play him. Uh, I, I just couldn't do it. Uh, um, oh, you know what? I've, I've usually been a receipt. Um, I've loved uh, in terms of, um, we're going to change the dumpster dive term. I don't want to offend anyone. Diamonds, Diamonds, in, the Diamonds in the rough, right? Um, Diamonds in the rough. Um, I've sort of shied away from receiving running backs this season for some weird reason. I don't know. Like, is that like a, yeah, that's a, thing. Is that a trend that want, hasn't been happening? You want to go lately? after those guys. Well, I, I used to. I mean, listen, uh, Theoretic was – that was yeah. my guy for a couple of years there. Mm-hmm. I think he's still sitting – I mean, I'm still that yeah, guy this who drafts him in the sixth round. Yeah, he hasn't been as good. But it, I wonder if it's like a theme that um, – uh, they 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 just like maybe offenses aren't using receiving running. No, backs. they are. I mean, the way that the game is going, they're throwing the ball so much. I mean, game guys like James White. I mean, James White. If you drafted him this year, that that's been absolute good. Saquon Barkley. Right. I mean, in a standard scoring league, he's good, but in PPR, he's like ridiculous. Well, I know. He's like ridiculous. Um, so. Oh, uh, I mean, I don't have him. I, I didn't have that high of a draft pick. How is Kamara doing this season? Good. He, he's, he's Alvin Kamara. He was averaging about thirty three a game in PPR, and then. The uh, the the pre bye week game against Washington happened where he didn't get a lot of touches and the whole fantasy world went nuts. <laughs> everyone, everyone, Mark Ingram came back. Kamara didn't get a lot of burn. Everyone went insane over that week. But he's been he's been very good too. And I, I get it. There's like this. There's a lot of people out there. I know Marcus is included. That is like I'm not drafting running backs anymore in the first round. I mean, okay, there's been some busts, but <laughs> Barkley and Gurley. Right. And, Gordon and Kamara and Zeke. I mean, you know, Kareem Hunt. I mean, there's still been some pretty darn good right. running back performance. Yeah, I mean, good. I mean, look, it's, it's an exaggeration, but, you know, it's just it's the frustration of seeing a lot of these guys kind of go sideways. And you talk about, like, I mean, Gordon was a second-round guy in a lot of leagues. Hunt was a second-round guy in a lot of leagues. So, yep. yeah, I mean, it's, 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 the, it's the fragility of running backs. It's yep. frustrating. So, so before we let you go, let's talk about your, your new show, Carter. I'm on a show called Carter. Yep. It's on WGN America. Super funny. I play a guy who plays a cop on TV who moves back to his small hometown who tells the police how they should solve crimes because they <laughs> tell you what TV. It's cute. It's a lot like Castle, but um, you know, Castle was a a mystery writer. I'm a TV star who's telling them. It's it's a really fun show. And um, so you're a TV star playing a TV star playing. A cop. Yeah, I had to do no research at all. <laughs> I, just, I just had to like look look at myself. I had to look at my own life. Now, have, which, have was, you, which was kind of disturbing. But have you gone down to the detective bureau of the of the LAPD and, and I did? And you know, sort of I, offered know, your services or what? No, but I've done a couple ride alongs. Have you? Yeah, I figured out quickly I could never be a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> I um I didn't get out of that car at all. I was very afraid. See anything weird? Um yeah, I saw a couple arrests. Wow. I saw um I. Had to ride in the back when they arrested someone because that's where I was sitting. I was wait, ask wait, about wait, that. wait, what? I was going to ask about that. Yeah, yeah like sure you rode in the I mean, back with the criminals. There's no room up front. Everyone was super. Listen, trust me, I wanted to go in the front. They were like, there's no room up there's here. No and I was like, front. don't make me sit back here, please. <laughs> I mean, they're at least handcuffed, right? 
Uh, they were handcuffed. Thank goodness. I know. Well, I mean, the guy could still throw a headbutt at you if he's nuts. The weird thing is they were handcuffed to me, though. I don't oh, know. What no. that <laughs> 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 that's that's oh, the man. punishment. Yeah. And, no, it was, uh, <laughs> man, just full respect to all officers of the law. They, I don't know how they. Yeah, man. It. I was I was freaking out. That's but, great. Um, Where can people see it? Uh, it's on WGN America. Awesome. Cool. And then you've got a project on Bravo also. Yeah. Super fun show called Dude, Bravo. you're all over the place. This I week. love it. Bravo's play-by-play. Let me tell you, Bravo's play-by-play. It's four of us. We sit around. We talk about everything that happened on Bravo that week. Mm -hmm. It's just like Fantasy Football Live, but instead of talking about Kamara and Drew Brees and um, you know um, uh, whether Gronk is going to have a 15-point week, we talk about all the housewives. It's <laughs> <laughs> which is a sport in and of itself. So yeah, it's it was really fun. Oh, that's fantastic! Hey, Jerry, appreciate you stopping by. Best of all, stay out of last place, man. We don't we don't want to have man. to see you on TMZ doing. Uh, let me help you uh, with untoward. the Miz this week. I'll help you. Out. Yeah, please. Oh, let me tell you. Great thing about having Michael as your friend. You can send him a link and a password, and he will set you your lineup. Oh. Social media, send him, send him oh, your hey, password hey, hey, hey. At, at Michael's <laughs> underscore Fabian. All right. <laughs> it. Send him your login. Uh, but careful, he might go through your emails just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, appreciate you hanging out with us, man. Hopefully we can do it again at some point. Love you guys. All right, awesome. G Suite is a suite of cloud-based productivity tools that includes Gmail, Docs, Slides, Sheets, and Drive. And these tools will improve your work life, both in terms of your experience and the outputs you create. Hence their new campaign, Make It With G Suite. You know when you have 20 identical versions of a document labeled final and no clue which is the latest? So then you make another version. You call that one final final. I mean, you, you've been there, right? So well, with G Suite by Google Cloud, a range of work apps like Gmail, Docs, and Slides lets you make real-time updates to the same document without having to keep track of version after version of a project. And since all the tools are cloud-based, your whole team can access the same document and work on the same page at the same time. To find out more about G Suite's productivity tools, visit gsuite.com. That's gsuite.com. Make it with G Suite by Google Cloud. So thanks to uh, Jerry O'Connell for stopping by. Always uh, fun. Best of luck on his fantasy teams. I, I hope he doesn't have to, you know, strip nude or whatever. And uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad. I mean, you know, TMZ is all over that. Oh, of course. I, I mean, mean, you know, if it's if it's January and all of a sudden a TMZ update pops up on my Twitter and Jerry's name is attached to it, I will claim no knowledge. I will disavow any knowledge of I will, it. We'll I know what it is. So I also have no. I have no <laughs> idea where that came from. How that happened. So, uh, in the meantime, we will take a, take you through week seven. Of course, there are four teams on a bye, so a few less games this week. But we will start. In London, Titans at Chargers. Now, a word of caution, because last week's London game started in one of the normal NFL windows. It was a you know a 1 p.m. Eastern start, a 10 a.m. on the Pacific Coast start. Uh, this is not the case. This week's game, Titans at Chargers, uh, is a 9.30 a.m. Eastern time start. That means for the folks on the West Coast, it is a 6.30 in the morning start. So now, I mean, if you want to get up early and set your lineup – Kudos, more power to you. Mm -hmm. For the rest of you, get your stuff set on Saturday night before you go to bed so you don't get stuck either you know, with somebody in your lineup you didn't want or have somebody sitting on your bench that you wanted to start. Make sure you get that done early. Yeah, and let me give you one piece of advice that's going to make your life a lot easier. Don't start any Titans. Well, yeah, there's that. Just don't start them. I was going to say, I mean, what? Don't start them. What they're, even is the Titans offense? They're averaging one offensive touchdown a game. Now, that doesn't help you in reality. It doesn't help you in fantasy. It doesn't help you, Marcus. 
I'm not playing any of those guys. I, None of them. You know, if I could help it. Was it last year, the year before, when they were talking about exotic Smash Mouth? Uh, what, what is this? This is exotic barf well, mouth. I, I saw somebody on Twitter call it anemic Smash Mouth. Is what it bad, is. Dude. Oh, that, you know, and I thought maybe, maybe this was the year Marcus Mariota kind of makes the leap and everybody comes with him, but... It hasn't happened. No, um, no, you know, admittedly no. they've they've had some tough defensive matchups, but their offenses look just awful. Um, so yeah, kind of avoid them this week. On the other side, we we talked a lot about Julio Jones and his lack of touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Keenan Allen hasn't really scored that many more touchdowns this year. And if you look at his output in standard leagues, it's not very good. It's not great. That's why I don't play standard. But PPR leagues, I mean, he's still getting his targets. He's still getting his catches. It would be nice to see him get into the end zone. And it's odd that he hasn't because Phillip Rivers has such a good start to the season through six weeks that you would think as Rivers succeeds, so does Allen. Not so much. But that has not been the case. We're not telling you to bench Keenan Allen by any stretch of the imagination. The matchup's not great this week, uh, but you do have four teams on a bye. And unless you're ridiculously deep at wide receiver, you still have to play him. Yeah, I mean, you know, it has been it has been the Melvin Gordon year. He's scoring all the touchdowns yep. this season, so that's kind of taken away from Keenan Allen. But you're right. The the opportunity has been great. The, the, the target share has been great. And so it's just hard to, to fade him at any point. Uh, Texans at Jaguars. You know, week one, Deshaun Watson came out, had a bad game. And we all sort of like, OK, wait, let's, you know, let's keep an eye on this. How is this going to go? And then he kind of bounced back, and he was hot for a few weeks in a row. Then last week put up a terrible number. Yeah, 5.3. Uh, played with uh, played with some some serious and uh, some decent-sized injuries. I mean, maybe a cracked rib, uh, maybe some lung issues. And now this week, he's on the road against a Jaguars team that got embarrassed last week by the Cowboys. They're going to be, uh, gonna be full salty. of, as Akbar would say, pistivity. Yes, yes. Full of pistivity, yes, uh, because... My beloved Dallas Cowboys gave him a thumping last week, but the Jaguars defense is one that scares me this week. Uh, There's not a lot of Texans I would start, including Deshaun Watson. And if you look at the numbers dating back to last year, uh, this defense has allowed just one quarterback to score more than 16 and a half fantasy points against them at home. I believe that was Russell Wilson, but they have not, and they have not been generous to quarterbacks on their home field. So I know Dak ripped them last week. So much fun to say that as a Cowboys fan. <laughs> I know Dak Prescott ripped the Jaguars last week. That was a road game. That was last week. This is this week. Uh, Watson's a risk for me. Yeah, I just, I, you know, I, 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 I want to believe, but I just, right now, the way things are looking in that offense, the fact that he's always under pressure, the fact that he's holding the football a long time, mm-hmm. uh, those are bad combinations against the Jaguars. And he's, he's banged up, man. I mean, he's he's just banged up, that guy. He's been getting he's been getting a, a beaten behind that offensive line, yeah, it's been unfortunately. Um, Leonard Fournette. May come back this week. I uh, hadn't practiced uh, yet. He has he's missed practice on Wednesday. I think he missed practice again on Thursday. So it's, you know, they've been kind of hinting that maybe he'd come back, but then maybe not. I mean, there's certainly talk that he might not be back until like week 10. Um, Let him get well. What do you do with him? Well, I mean, I, I don't, I don't you know that you can really trade him. No, nah, I mean, I don't know that you can play him this week. Um, uh, even if he does come back, we'll see. I mean, the Texans' defense has been pretty good against running backs. So if he gets a clean bill of health, like suddenly, okay. But I don't know that he's playing this week, so I don't think you're going to have to even make that decision at this point. So you'll likely be looking at uh, TJ Yeldon, who's a little bit banged up as well. But 
And the Jaguars, you know, we talk about the Texans not having a whole lot to like this week. You know, Kiki QT, maybe if you're maybe. if you're desperate, you know, because he plays the slot and the Jaguars have really struggled against slot receivers. Cole Beasley, uh, Chris Hogan earlier this season. But I mean, the you know, I'm, I'm not starting Bortles. I'm, I'm you know, Yeldon's going to be in there for me. I guess their best wide receiver option this week would probably be Diddy Westbrook uh, because the Texans have given up some points to slot receivers this season. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I mean, you know, Jags defense, Texans defense could be a play too because if Fournette is out, which we kind of expect, then Bortles, he kind of likes to turn the ball over a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. That's part of his DNA apparently. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's one of you. Just the the Jaguars. They had a couple of weeks where you thought maybe their offense is is you know going to be something, and then they go back to being the Jaguars again. Yeah, yeah. That, that sort of Portals is what he is, dude. He's a guy who will show flashes of brilliance, like he did against the Patriots, and then he'll show flashes of stinkiness, right? Awfulness, whatever. Ungoodness. Ungoodness, like he did against Kansas City. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, obviously we know you can't count on Bortles, and he kind of, you know, he the rest of the offense rises or falls on his performance on a week. They need day. Fournette. They need, this is a ground-and-pound team, man. They need Fournette back, so maybe that's what they're doing. Let him get healthy and give him a workload down the stretch because they're going to need him. I mean, on the field in the AFC South, it's not like anybody's going to run away with the division. Yeah, this is true. Uh, Panthers at Eagles. Devin Funches, yay or nay? How are we feeling about Devin Funches right now? Uh, I mean, I have him ranked in the area where you could potentially flex him. Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, the Eagles' defense, you look at the numbers. The Eagles' defense is tough at home. I mean, they're they're tough at home. Mm-hmm. And, and I mentioned this on, on TV where this season they gave up nine points to Matt Ryan at home. I believe they gave up 14 to Kirk Cousins at home. Uh, this is a tough defense when they're in Philadelphia. So, Funches is on the uh, he's on the wrong side of a 50-50 start for me. And Cam Newton, you probably have to play him with four teams off. But don't be surprised if the stat line is less than stellar. And I don't even love Greg Olson this week either because of what the Eagles have done against tight ends so far this season. Yeah, I'm curious about Greg Olson just to see if he is going to to, to bounce back. I mean, you know, he's he's a guy, obviously he's an older player near the end of his career, coming off of, you know, some foot issues. You know, there's always a chance he just doesn't really bounce back. I mean, we saw that with Antonio Gates. Yeah, that he's never really the guy who, I mean, and... Heck, you know, Olsen, before that, that ailment, I mean, he's been, he, he was one of the better and most consistent tight ends in fantasy football. Uh, you know, Olsen going to do most of his work out of the slot, and the Eagles have only given up 391 yards to slot receivers, uh, and Olsen's there 61% of the time. So uh, I would I would just beware, Olsen. Probably got to play him. Uh, you might want to temper your expectations. Uh on the flip side, Corey Clement versus Wendell Smallwood. I mean, those are the two guys leading the way in the backfield. And, you know, it, it's I think everybody kind of has their own opinion on which guy is the one. The battle continues. Uh, are you still planting your flag with Corey on the Corey Clement side? Yep, I am, okay. regardless of who the starter is. I think Clement is just the better playmaker. And we know that uh, you know, Deuce Staley loves him. Uh, Cynthia Freeland knows Deuce, has talked to him about Clement, and he raved about him back in the preseason. And Clement came out and said, we don't need a running we back. We don't need another stinking we running don't, back. We don't need LaShawn McCoy. We've got running backs here. So let him go out and prove it. And I think he is a RB2 slash flex play this week. Uh, th- I think the best play in Philadelphia, that's not Carson Wentz. Because obviously Carson Wentz is back. Right. 
look at the numbers he's putting up. I mean, same thing with Andrew Luck. He's back. Like, if we need to tell you to start these guys, unless you have Patrick Mahomes or uh, another elite quarterback, well, I mean, you know, you, you might want to pick another hobby to start. But I like Alshon Jeffrey a lot in this game, too. I really do. Alshon, who has put up two monster numbers in his first three games back, and clearly, outside of Zach Ertz, uh, Wentz loves throwing the football to Alshon Jeffrey. And, you know, the Panthers' defense, they're giving up 11 catches a game. They've given up five touchdowns. They're giving up the third most PPR points to wide receivers who are split out wide. And Jeffrey's there around 70% of the time. So he is a very strong play. Um, Yeah, I, I do like Alshon Jeffrey. I mean, he's starting to pick it up again. He had that he had mm-hmm. a, you know, meh first week, but he's uh, he's been a lot better since then. Vikings at the Jets. The Vikings defense has underwhelmed this yep. year. They have yeah. not been what yep. we thought. And, you know, look, Sam Darnold has had his ups and downs. He's had a couple of decent games. He's had some kind of not-so-great games. You would think in the past a defense like the Vikings would be able to harass a young quarterback, force him into some mistakes. But how much do you trust this defense right now? I have them ranked in my top 10. Okay. But they have burned me before. And what is the big, glaring example of that? Bills? Bills on their home field. Josh Allen had a career game. I get it. Short career, but it was a (laughs) career game. It'll be the best, best game he's had from a fantasy perspective all season long. Assume he comes back at some point. So do I trust the Vikings defense? No, but the matchup warrants, uh, at least a, a streamable option. And and I'm going to get to another defense uh, a little bit later that I want you to talk about, but I, I do believe the Vikings will be streamable and a potential top 10 defense because, you know, as good as Sam Donald has looked over the last couple of weeks, still a rookie quarterback, and with the bye weeks and with some of the matchups, and you look at some of these teams, some of the best defenses in fantasy football have really bad matchups this week. So the Vikings are viable for sure. That's true. But this is where we are. We're talking about the Vikings as a streamable defense as opposed to and last, what's weird is last like, year. It's like, just start. Yeah, dude. I mean, but <laughs> defenses year to year, this is what can happen. <sighs> Absolutely. Um, the, the Jets don't have a whole lot of healthy wide receivers right now. So are you locking in Jermaine Curse if you got him? I dig him. You know, like I... I basically got up on the mountaintop and, and screamed and yelled, start Chester Rogers, start Chester Rogers. And he was pretty good. Now I'm going to get up on that mountaintop again, Marcus, and I'm going to say, start Jermaine Curse. Start Jermaine Curse. <laughs> Quincy Inunua is hurt. All the Jets wide receivers are on their injury report this week. Whether or not they play, you have to keep tabs on that. Um, the Vikings have allowed the fourth most yards, five touchdowns to slot receivers. Quarterbacks have a 114.2 passer rating when targeting slot receivers against the Vikings. And guess what Sam Darnold likes to do? He loves the slot guy. He loves throwing to Quincy Inunua, who's now out. Jermaine Curse picks up the slack there. And if you guys remember, last season, there was a point in time where Jermaine Curse was a pretty startable option. He was yep. pretty good. Yep. And he had come into the season a little bit banged up and, and sort of became an afterthought. But now he's pushed back to the forefront, and I do like him in PPR leagues. Yeah, I think, I think he's, he's a, a, a sneaky pick. I mean, we, we've been trying to figure out, I won't say figure out the, the Jets receivers, because I think we figured out early it was Quincy and Nunwa when he was there and healthy. Robbie Anderson had his one week, which maybe he's not going to come back again. Who knows? But, yep. uh, you know, and Jer- he's banged up too. He's banged up too. So Jermaine Curse seems like the play. Um, it's just weird to think that you would start a Jets receiver against the Vikings. Like, that was something back in August. I this is the world imagine. we live in, though. Like they're, we'd say that. they're not good against slot receivers, man. They just aren't. Um, Patriots at the Bears. Is there something wrong with Gronk? 
I mean, he's had some decent games, but he has not had like one of those just flat out Gronk type games where he just mashes and he puts up like 25 points and catches a tough ball. I don't know what it is. I don't know if he's not 100% healthy. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. just that they've changed this offense a little bit. But Gronk has not been Gronkish this year. He's got one touchdown, and um, you know he's not getting as many red zone opportunities as you would think. And uh, here's a little stat to prove that fantasy football is ridiculously unpredictable at times. If I came to you, Marcus Grant, and I said that after six weeks of NFL action, there would be a tight end who has six touchdowns, okay? And that six touchdowns is far and away more than any other tight end in the National Football League. After six weeks, you would have told me that tight end's name was... Probably, probably Gronk. Gronk or Kelsey. That, those, have been, those have been my top two guesses. It's Eric freaking Ebron. Yeah. <laughs> it's Eric Ebron. And I drafted Jack Doyle in a bunch of leagues, and that was when I had my touchdowns. I, I drafted Jack Doyle thinking, like, I'm not worried about Eric Ebron. Like, it's Eric Ebron. Like, whatever. So you're playing Gronk, obviously. There's no question about that. Are you playing Tom Brady against the Bears? Um, you probably. I probably would. Yeah. I mean, because just because it's one of those things. It's it's one of those things where if you if you play Brady and he has a bad game, you're kind of like, oh, that sucks. Like it happens. Congrats mm-hmm. to the Bears. If you sit Brady and he goes off, yeah, then you're mad at yourself. You're like, why did I do that? And I think people now. So the the Bears and and again, home and road matters. But the Bears are giving up 12 points a game to quarterbacks at home this season. Uh, They've only allowed one quarterback to score more than 18 points against them at home since the start of last season. And that was Matthew Stafford, and he had 18.3. But I feel like this isn't being discussed because the Bears just got Brock Osweiler last week. Yep. That was a road game. Maybe they're a little salty. We'll see what happens. I say yes, you stick with Tom Brady. But this is one of those tougher matchups that I had talked about earlier in the show uh, among some of these elite quarterbacks. So the question I want to ask you, though, is and I've been racking my brain with this one. Bears defense, best defense in fantasy football. Right. I mean, before last week, heck, anybody who had the Bears defense last week, I mean, was frothing at the mouth at the thought of the Bears playing against Brock Osweiler. They ended up with five points. It was not that good. They're still the second highest scoring defense in fantasy football behind the Jets, believe it or not. But do you start the Bears? And if you wouldn't start the Bears, would you start the Colts over them? Um, yeah, I think I would stay away from the Bears this week. See, it's a tough decision. Just because the, the, the Patriots, they're rolling. I mean, this always happens, right? We get to October and they just start rolling along and they've got all their guys healthy and, you know, they got this two-headed monster in the backfield and Edelman's back and Gordon's there. And we all know at some point Gronk is going to Gronk on everybody. So, like, yeah, I think I would stay away from the Bears. Um it's one of those where, like, I would I would sit the Bears, I'd put the Colts in, and I'd feel gross about it, and yep. then I'll come back on Monday and be like, I should have started the Bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did so. <laughs> I did that, and I actually picked up the Lions, and I am sitting the Bears. Don't drop the Bears. Don't drop them because the Bears defense over the next couple of weeks, and we say this, uh, you know, assuming they don't turn to trash after the Brock Osweiler incident, which is going to be known for me, because they have the Jets, and then they're at Buffalo yep. in their next two games. So don't drop the Bears. You don't have to play them if you don't like the matchup. If there's a streamable option out there, go out and get it. But um, the, the Bears defense is not – it's not a defense that you just cut ties with. Let's put it that way. They are the Jags. 
uh, of 2018. Right. Uh, is Mitch Trubisky for real? I mean, is what we've seen from him the last couple of weeks, it, was this some sort of like really great hiccup or is there, has he like, has he figured something out? So admittedly, I was not on the bandwagon, not that I am now, but I mean, you throw six touchdowns at home against the Buccaneers. I mean, that's one thing. I mean, you know, the Buccaneers defense is, you know, they just fired their, their DC. But then he went to Miami and Miami defense a little banged up, but they were still pretty good, especially on their home field. And he had three touchdowns. So is he a streamable option this week against the Patriots? I, I do believe he is. I, so. I really do. I mean, I think so, because you know, partially part of what he's, has made him successful is not having a lot of pressure to deal with. The, the O-line has protected him very well. Yep. The Patriots just don't get pressure on anybody. And, and I'm not telling you, like, you know, Jameis is a better option. I think Andy Dalton's a better option. Right. But Flacco's right there, too. But, I mean, Trubisky's, you know, if you're streaming quarterbacks, uh, he, he is certainly based on the matchup and based on what he's done in his last two games. I mean, he's in he's in the conversation for sure. Yeah. Um, Bills at Colts. Talked a little bit about Derek Anderson yep. during the, the news segment. Uh, I mean, there's... Is there there are no bills you're starting, right? I mean, yeah, maybe, man, maybe, I'm starting McCoy. So shady. Okay. So, and in the last couple of weeks, and I get it, you know, I've been saying like, if his ceiling is 12 PPR points, it's not very good. Um, but when you're in a situation where you've got bye weeks and the matchup is good, right? I mean, he, the problem is McCoy's floor has been kind of low yes. and his ceiling hasn't been that great so far. Nope. But I mean, he's seeing 70%, 74% of the snaps, uh, at least 19 touchdowns in his last two games. And the Colts have given up an average of 146 scrimmage yards and 25.4 PPR points to running backs this season. And if the Bills are going to have any chance in this game, because Andrew Luck and his offense, it's rolling and they may be getting T.Y. back, they've got to run McCoy. And I say, and it's weird too, because I put McCoy in stardom and sit him as a stardom. And it's probably the first time I've actually been able to put McCoy as a start in this column without <laughs> sounding like a moron for a long, long time. But people are down on him, and rightly so. He hasn't done much this season, but I do think he is an RB2 this week. Uh can you can you trust a Colts receiver? I mean, I guess now the T.Y. Hilton's coming back. I guess if he yep. was a little bit better, but I just, you know, Chester Rogers had been Good, not great. Been pretty good, man. You know, Ryan Grant yeah. had been banged up, but I guess now that T.Y. Hilton's back, like things look a little better there. Yeah, I mean Chester Rogers, I'd say is is a flex in a PPR league, or if you're in one of these leagues that has two two flex starts like we have, uh, because the Bills, uh, Tre'Davious White is tremendous, uh, but you can beat them with your slot receivers. So Rogers, I still think is in the mix. I like Jermaine Curse more this week, but he's still in the mix, and. I can't, like Eric Ebron's a must start. It's crazy. This like, is where we are now. I mean, unless you have Kelsey or if you have, you know, Gronk or even Ertz, you know, that's it. But like, like after that, it's freaking Eric Ebron. It's Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron. It's insane, man. Like, where was this in Detroit? The Lions got to be that's what Lions back fans watching know. this game and being like, what the hell, Ebron? Like, where was this? When we had you for the last, you know, several years of your career. I mean, look, as a as a 49er fan, this is how we felt about Delaney Walker. I mean, Delaney Walker in San Francisco oh, couldn't, that, catch a, yeah. couldn't catch a cold. But, I mean, he had Vernon Davis there as well, right? True. Uh, so, but when, when Delaney Walker got on the field, he just he dropped passes yeah. left and right. And then he goes to Tennessee and becomes a stud. It's like, what, into a where, where was this? Thanks, dude. Where was this? Um, Browns at Bucks. This this could be a sneakily high scoring game could be. this week. Yep. Um okay, so what what is what is stronger? The Bucks defense or Antonio Callaway's drops all the time? <laughs> like which wins out here? Uh dude, I, I don't know, man. Like 
maybe maybe we're looking at Ratley, right? J J O has Damian said Ratley. Ratley. If Ratley comes out and has a big game, I mean J O. I'll, I'll let him host this this podcast. He should be a regular week. contributor to NFL Fantasy Live podcast because that would be a heck of a call. But the matchup is right. Hey. The one guy that I feel like people may be a little bit soured on is Jarvis Landry. He is wide receiver 63 in the last two weeks in PPR leagues, too. That's bad. That's bad. That's bad. But play him. And 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 I get it. You know, maybe it seems obvious to some out there. um, But I know a lot of people on Twitter were telling me that they've been frustrated with Landry and his lack of production. The Buccaneers are giving up more catches, more yards, more PPR points to slot receivers than any team in the league and Landry's running like 73% of his routes out of the slot. So this is the get right game for Jarvis Landry. And if you're trying to acquire him in a trade, do it now before this breakout happens. Right. Cause when it happens, uh, I get him. You're at least you're gonna have to give up a little more to go get yep. him. Um, on the flip side, James Winston against the Browns defense, uh, which, which one wins out here? I like Winston. I, I do. I mean, you know, I get it. The Browns, but, you look at the numbers like home and road. Because so you know, they're at home, yeah. If they were at home, I, I don't know that I would like them as much. But on the road, I mean, I mean, Derek Carr had 31 on him, right? I mean, it was in five quarters, but he still had a good game against them. And, you know, Jameis is somebody that I told people to pick up a week before he was eligible to come back because I just – Fitzpatrick wasn't going to keep that up. Dude. Oh, we knew I that. Mean, he's we all knew that. We all knew that was going to happen. But here's the thing. The Buccaneers as a team and a roster are the perfect storm – for fantasy points. Offense has got a lot of talent. Mike Evans, Sean Jackson, Chris Godwin. Uh, no running game either. And then their defense, well, we just mentioned. I mean, they fired their DC. They're not very good. So in an offense that's going to throw the ball a lot because their defense can't get anybody uh, stopped, Jameis could end up being a top 10 fantasy quarterback the rest of the season. That's wild. I mean, I guess it's not when you look at last year. Yeah, he was good. I mean, last year. Yeah, he. I mean, what he had? He had thirteen starts, but he didn't finish two of them. Right. And in the in the games that he finished eleven, he was top ten six times. I mean, that's pretty good. I just I just have such a blah view of Jameis Winston. You hate him. Fantasy perspective. You hate him. He's so inconsistent. It's just such a roller coaster with Jameis on a week to week basis. It's like I just. I get it. I get it. But I mean, this week, dude. You know, I've got him in my top eight again. I had him in my top five last week. I got him in my top eight, and I'm playing him um, in, in a couple of leagues, including our league. I mean, maybe because like you're you're pretty much guaranteed he's going to throw at least one pick. Every yeah, I mean, like you 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 are gonna you are gonna get you know turnovers with Jameis. I mean, it's just going to happen. Yeah, but much like last week, I mean, he gave you you know 31 points. So uh, all right, uh, yeah. All right, let's go, Jameis. <laughs> Lions. Still don't sound confident. I don't. Lions at Dolphins. Um, are we concerned about Marvin Jones yet? I mean, Kenny Galladay has been the new hotness. We know mm-hmm. Golden Tate's going to get his. I mean, Marvin Jones has been fine, but I feel like I feel like the Lions look at Kenny Galladay and they're like, "Hey, you're a younger, more athletic, uh, you know, financially cheaper version of Marvin Jones." Yeah, yeah, he's third in the pecking order in terms of targets right now. Still seeing a, a good amount of snaps, but he's the guy out of those three that I would have the least faith in if I'm a fantasy owner. And you know, the Dolphins have given up the seventh fewest catches, the ninth fewest PPR points, and just two touchdowns to receivers who are lined out wide this season. Uh, and clearly Marvin Jones is a guy that is lined out wide more often than not. So he's someone that I would fade this week. 
and um, you know, people may come back at you and, and, and say, well, wait a minute. The Dolphins just got wrecked by Taylor Gabriel. You know what I mean? Uh, you know what I mean? But right. it, it, listen, the numbers is the numbers. And the Bears, uh, heck, they came out and offensively, they looked very good against the Dolphins. I get it. Um, but I am just not a fan of Marvin Jones based on the fact that his target share has decreased with the emergence of Kenny Galladay. And another thing, too, is that I think this could be a carry on Johnson game. I hope so. The Dolphins defense is bad against the run. So this could be a game where, you know, carry on Johnson. Not that he hasn't broken out because he, he was the first Lions running back to rush for 100 yards in a game since 2003 or whatever it was. Um, but this is this is an opportunity for him to really sort of grab hold of that of that backfield and become the guy against a bad run defense. I really hope this is a carry on Johnson week. I mean, I've just been like waiting for this to happen. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully the, the Lions figure it out. You know, I know we've, we've talked about Aaron Jones and the Packers. We've talked about uh, some of these other running games where we just want one guy to emerge. I, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that that happens in Detroit. And I'm hoping it happens this week because the Dolphins, as you mentioned, bad against the run. Yep. Is this a, I feel like this is a Kenyon Drake bounce. It is. It is. So there are some weeks where we hate the Drake. Right. There are some weeks where we love the Drake, much like uh, the Seinfeld episode. Mm -hmm. And this is a week to love the Drake. And the reason why is pretty simple. Uh, This is a great matchup for Drake. And I get it. He's losing touches to Frank Gore. And maybe Frank Gore is a sneaky flex starter this week. But, I mean, the Lions, they're giving up 257 scrimmage yards a game to running backs. So bad. They're giving up 38 PPR points per game to running backs. I mean, that's like giving out candy on Halloween. It's easy, right? I mean, it's so easy. But here's the thing. When Drake goes off, and I think he will this week, uh, based on, on what is a tremendous matchup, when he goes off, sell him. Because if you look at his schedule down the stretch, in the fantasy playoffs, Patriots at Minnesota, Jacksonville. Not good. Sell him high after he runs all over the line. Well, especially because Frank Gore's not going away. I mean, no, he's not. Adam Gase has he's kind not. of made that clear that, that Frank Gore is going to be a part of this offense pretty much uh, for the rest of the season. So yep. you just have to kind of prepare yourself mm-hmm. for that. Um, let's see. Saints at Ravens. All right, so the last time we saw the New Orleans Saints, uh, Mark Ingram got all these touches, and yeah. Alvin Kamara didn't get a whole lot of touches, and Fantasy Twitter freaked the bleep out yes. about what to do about Alvin Kamara. So I guess this is the part of the show where we reassure people that Alvin Kamara is still good at football and is still going to get opportunities, and maybe you shouldn't panic trade him away because he had one bad game. Keep in mind that he had a, a pretty big workload the first four games. I mean, you know, the Saints' back backfield was... Basically, Camara, and that's it. So, with Ingram back, with a bye week uh, next up, I think it was pretty simple. I mean, Sean Payton, thanks for telling me. You could have told us. <laughs> you know, he could have said something to us. You know, we're all watching. Uh, they rested him. And I think it's as simple as that. And if when you look at the numbers last year, when, you know, Camara's, what, third in PPR among running backs, and Ingram's like sixth or seventh. There's enough to go around for these two to be successful. Now, with that being said, I think you have to temper your expectations and lower their ceilings a little bit this week because the Ravens defense is playing great right now. Yes. I mean, they just sacked. I think they just sacked Mariota again. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, got about 11 it, times. It, it's last it's week. ridiculous. So 
don't be surprised if, you know, Kamara, and this was a guy who was averaging 33 points a game over the first four weeks. Don't be surprised if he's, you know, more in the 16 to 18 PPR point range this week, or if Mark Ingram is more in the 12 to 15. Still pretty good, not great. And that is where my next question comes. Okay. Drew Brees. Okay. I'll give you a little, uh, some numbers on Drew Brees now. Uh, Brees, first of all, the, the Ravens have given up the second fewest points to quarterbacks this season. They're giving up four points a game to quarterbacks at home, but okay, I get it. Uh, very small sample size. But this defense is going up against a quarterback who is one of the greatest ever, mm-hmm. but he has scored fewer than 16 fantasy points in six of his last nine outdoor road games. Okay, you get him in Atlanta or in a dome, different story. Outdoors, he has not been as reliable, and he's got a tough matchup against the Ravens on the road, outdoors. Do you start Drew Brees? Uh, I mean, I think there are other, like, I, I would I would start Andy Dalton over Drew Brees. Okay. Um, I think Goff over I Drew Brees. I would definitely start Goff over Winston Drew Brees. over Drew Brees. Probably Winston. Uh, obviously, Mahomes is going to start. Kirk Cousins is starting over Drew Brees. Matt Ryan's starting over Drew Brees. Okay, so now... So, I mean, we got to, I mean, like Carson Wentz, uh, Andrew Luck, I'd start him over Drew Brees. Would you start Phillip Rivers over Drew Brees? Ooh. (laughs) Would you start Phillip Rivers? Now you got me. Now you got me. Uh, I go, oh, man, Eddie, this one's hard. Eddie, help me on this one. (laughs) Because it's a coin flip because they're, I mean, I I guess I'd probably go Brees just because, you know, the travel all the way to London, but. I was going to say Breeze because I'm going to steal a line from Damashek and say I'm a pedigree snob. And, uh, <laughs> and I think you just trust Breeze uh, to make less mistakes maybe than uh, a guy like Phil Rivers. Yep. Uh, so I would go Breeze, but it's it's close. It's close. And see, and, and Marcus and I just named off, what, eight or nine quarterbacks we'd start ahead of Breeze. There's not three or four in the first you know six weeks of the season that we said we'd play over Breeze because he's been so good. And also something to watch. You've got. 100% of Ingram, you got 100% of Kamara. Last year, in that scenario, Drew Brees was a mediocre fantasy quarterback. He was averaging 16 or 17 points per game. This year, he's been gangbusters. Let's see what happens now. Yeah, that's that's going to be a tough one for for, uh, for for Drew Brees this week. Um, Is this a good Flacco week? I mean, the matchup's good. It's a good Joe Flacco? The matchup's week? good. Flacco's at home. I mean, the matchup signals... Streamable option this week. No question about that. So, you know, if, if, if you have Russell or if you have Ben, you know, Aaron Rodgers, and you're looking on the waiver wire for a guy, I mean, if Dalton's not out there um, and Winston will be long gone, but Flacco is somebody to consider. I think he, Flacco is right in that level, in that tier with like Trubisky this week. Mm-hmm. I, I really like John Brown this week, too. Um, yeah. I, I think he can I think he beat the... Uh, even with Crabtree's reemergence last even week? Even with Crabtree's reemergence. You know, I don't know how consistent that's going to be. And I, I just think that, you know, Flacco, we know, likes to go deep. I think John Brown can beat the Saints corners deep. We, we've seen that happen a few times this season. Uh, I, I think that's going to be a thing. Oh, by the way, didn't get to it. Uh, on the other side, Ted Ginn is on IR now. Oh, uh, Ty again went on IR. Yeah. So I see a lot of people saying, you know, I know Traquan. I like Traquan Smith. We saw him go big uh, a couple weeks ago on Monday night against Washington. Well, he's going to be in the record books. Yes, because he because, caught the uh, yes, he caught yes. the record breaking pass. Yep. From Drew Brees, which is funny because that was his first ever NFL touchdown. But he doesn't get to keep the ball. That yeah, ball that's goes, not fair, dude. That ball goes to Canton. Yeah, dude. That ball goes to Canton, Ohio. So he doesn't get to keep. But you uh, know what? His, but he got a he got a second one then. If night. you're Traquan. 
I think you, you're okay. You don't complain. About you're okay that. with that. You don't complain about that because that's the guy who's going to be throwing you the football. Right. You, I think you're okay with that. You're, you're catching it from a Hall of Famer, and you you are still going in the history books. Yep. You know your your face and your name will always be attached to that. Yep. So yep. you're, you're going to yep. be okay. Um, Cowboys going to Washington. The, the, the rivalry there. I said on Fantasy Live, my uh, my bold, big, bold prediction is that Dak Prescott would be a top three quarterback for the second straight You don't week. believe that for a second. Uh, not 100%, but it was a bold prediction. It was kind of a hot take. I do think, though, that they'll figure out a way to kind of help him get in space and just help him get comfortable. And so maybe if he's not even a, even if he's not a top three quarterback that he can be good enough to kind of, you know, kind of keep you afloat maybe for a week if you have to stream a quarterback. See, now this is me um, following in the steps of Mark Istook, who tried to put the reverse jinx on the Cowboys, and it worked. You guys put the whammy on him. I have Dak as a sit this week, and he had his best game, like, since, like, December of last year. 30 points against the Jaguars. I like saying that. But... (laughs) I don't think people should go and chase the points. I mean, Prescott's had, what, fewer than 14 points in seven of his last eight road games. The Redskins' defense, I think, is a streamable option this week against the Cowboys. Look at the numbers. The Cowboys at home, dude, they're tough. My squad is tough at home. You get them on the road, they turn into puppy dogs. They can't beat anybody. (laughs) So I would say don't chase the points with Dak and certainly don't chase the points with Cole Beasley. Because I've gotten a lot of questions on Twitter. Cole Beasley, huge game, 30 points against the Jaguars. Should I pick him up and play him? The answer to both of those questions is no, okay? And I get it. He went nuts. Don't chase the points. The Redskins have allowed the fewest yards, one touchdown, and the fourth fewest PPR points to slot receivers this season, okay? The Jaguars, they struggle against slot receivers. And we saw that, again, I talked about it with Chris Hogan earlier in the season. Beasley's, listen, the guy's had one good game and one monster game. I'm not, there's not a cowboy that I would play in this game that's not named Ezekiel Elliott. Not one, not one, not even Brent Mayer. <laughs> so not you're, and, and you're that, playing the kicker, huh? And he's the second highest scoring kicker in fantasy football. I had him as a start last week. He had like 20 points, but I'm not touching him this week. I really think, and I hate to say this because I'm, I'm a Cowboys fan from the East Coast who, really dislikes the Giants, but is not a big fan of the Redskins either. And I feel like the Redskins are going to beat us this week. I just, I think it's going to be one of those like 17, 13 games. Uh, not a lot of offense on the Cowboys side of the field. Maybe not a lot of offense overall. I mean, the Redskins are down Jamison Crowder. They're banged up. Uh, Chris Thompson's still banged up. So this could be kind of an ugly game, man. I'm staying away. So then would you start anybody on the Washington side then? Well, if Chris Thompson is active, I'm going to play him. But the problem is, I believe that game is a... 125 Pacific start, I uh, believe. So that is an afternoon game. So so if Thompson is late and active, you better have somebody to, to put in because if you don't, you're going to be in big trouble. So I would play him. I'm not particularly in love with Adrian Peterson this week. I guess he's a flex. Somebody's got to catch the ball for the Redskins. I'm hoping at some point it'll be Jordan Reed. I mean, maybe. Right, I mean, but he hadn't done anything. He hadn't <laughs> right. done anything. So, like, you know, and, and and Richardson's banked up as well. Right. Like, they just signed a guy off the practice squad. Like, they're hurting Josh, right now. Josh Doxson has just, he just yeah. has not been visible. He's not been a thing. I know. Like, you know, people talk about, you know, Laquan Treadwell being a first-round bust. I mean, Josh Doxson's done nothing. He's done nothing. And I thought he was, I, I liked him as a sleeper this year, but he's done nothing. Just think so of, far. oh, man. And I have Chris Thompson in so many leagues. Just think of all the, all the, dump off passes that Smith <laughs> would be throwing to him if all these Redskins receivers are banged up and we know Crowder's out. Oh, man. But we got to see. 
check the practice report. If Chris Thompson is active, he's a very good play. Uh, Rams at 49ers. Uh, we talked a little bit about Josh Reynolds and, and what he could do potentially with the Cooper Cup out this week. Uh, I assume, though, because you, know, you talked about starting Jared Goff and stuff, this is a bounce back game for him this week, right? Yeah, dude, this is a get right game. And he's had two bad games in a row. Uh, at least from a fantasy perspective. I mean, right. the Rams are winning. They're, they're undefeated, so. So, I mean, you know, if, if we said that to his face, he'd be like, dude, I'm undefeated. <laughs> How are you doing in your fantasy leagues? But um, this is a get-right game. You know, the Niners giving up over 21 fantasy points a game to quarterbacks this season. So, get-right game. You know, Robert Woods, you don't think about him when, when you're talking about, the, like, the elite wide receivers, right? But, I mean, dude, well, because he's, he's never, been better than Odell Beckham Jr. I mean, like, I mean, he's he's been tremendous. He's never been one of the elite receivers. I mean, we but, started to see flashes last year, but now it's but really coming out. He's gone next level this year. I mean, and part of it is they're using him in so many different ways. They're using him in jet sweeps. He's in motion a lot. They, they have found ways to kind of scheme him I mean, open. And this guy great. right now, the only receivers who have more fantasy points than Robert Woods are Adam Thielen, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Nuke, A.B., and Julio. And Julio hasn't scored a touchdown yet. Right. I mean, that's I, I mean, it's pretty good. It's, he's been so – and now, I mean, I don't know if he's going to see a tremendous uptick in targets, but maybe he's going to see a little bit with Cooper out uh, at least this week and, and maybe more. We'll see what happens. But Robert Woods has become a must start. And playing against the Niners – yeah, you're definitely starting. Him. Yeah, dude. Okay. I mean, you're definitely starting. Him. So you're starting Gurley. That's a no-brainer. You're starting, you know, Woods, no-brainer. Brandon Cooks, close to a no-brainer. I think Goff is a very good play this week. You know, Reynolds, he's a deep league, you know, dart throw as far as I'm concerned. But on the 49ers side of the ball, okay, who is Raheem Mostert, Marcus? Well, Raheem Mostert. Uh, he's Mostert? He's the guy who broke everybody's heart on Monday night because he got all these touches. Who got the most hurt from him playing last week? Anybody who started Alfred Morris. Everybody with Alfred Morris was sitting there. I mean, my mentions are just full of... Dude, that... Like, so, I had... <laughs> and it's my fault because I'm in so many leagues. And, like, Monday, like, evening, when the inactives are coming out, like, I'm trying to right start him and sit him. So, the inactives come out. I post them on, on Twitter. And like an idiot, I didn't even look. And I and if I had looked, <laughs> I would have seen that Matt Breida was not on the list. And I would have said, oh, geez, I got Alfred Morris going in one of my leagues. And Marquez Valdez-Scanling was on the waiver wire in this league. So I could have gone and picked him up, put Morris on the waiver wire, and won. But because I'm an idiot and I didn't even look at the inactive because I had so much stuff to do, and I thought, I figured Breida wasn't going to play. <laughs> and I, I figured a lot of people didn't think Breida was going to play. Because the the injury that he suffered when you saw it, it looked like he was going to be out for the season. I'm starting to think that. Right? I was just starting to think that Matt Breida, I mean, maybe he's just super tough and heals really quickly. Or maybe he's just really extra when he gets hurt. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Maybe he's like a soccer player. But, like, so that, I mean, it's my fault because I, I didn't pay attention uh, with a million things going on. I should have paid attention. But it was weird, too, because literally I posted the inactives. I got I got the TV on up here, and I'm right in stardom and sit him. And then I look up. And Matt Brady's in the game. Matt and Brady's I was playing. like, yeah. I was like, oh, S. <laughs> He's playing? <laughs> oh, man. Well, I guess I could get at least five points out of Morris. Nope. Nope. Not so much. Did he even play a snap? He it? played one snap. It was an eight-yard run that got called back because of a holding penalty. Well, That was it. And this well. mustard guy came in. Mustafar. Which would, would you Does anybody you, know what Mustafar is besides the two of us? Probably a lot of people who are like Eddie, do you know what Mustafar is? 
No idea. No clue. But see, Eddie's Eddie's a handsome, good-looking guy. He's in shape. He's too cool to watch Star Wars. Like, <laughs> no, I'm a no, dork. no, no. I'm, I'm a Star Wars d- guy. That's that's where Anakin Skywalker got got burned up to a crisp. That's where he became. Oh, the name Vader. of the planet. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. And for some reason, when I see this guy's name, I think of Mustafar, the Mustafar <laughs> system, and I and I think of you know it's a volcanic planet. You know, like whatever. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Okay, I don't even know where to go. Where to I, go no, I'm just, I'm where, just saying. I'm, would, you know, it's been a long day today for us, Marcus. Would you start Marquise Goodwin, who who bounced back huge against the Yeah, I, so, like, he's healthy now, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he hadn't done anything. People dropped him, so hopefully you picked him up. But this dude's not healthy. You can't play him. Uh, even if he's active, you can't, he, he was banged up. Right. He looked healthy. I, he looked fast. And, and you know what? I mean, we're, we're not giving C.J. Beathard enough credit. Okay, when Jimmy Garoppolo went down... Everyone in the fantasy world said, well, that's the end. That's it, Marcus. That's the end. Goodbye. 49ers offense, all their pieces, crapola. I'm, I did still believe in Kittle. I thought Kittle would be okay. Yeah. Uh, I, thought everybody, I, thought, I thought everybody else was done. And guess what? I mean, you know, Breed is out there doing things. Kittle's been good. You know, Goodwin comes back and he's burning the Packers DBs, which apparently isn't that hard. But... The Niners' offense, uh, reports of its demise were uh, severely exaggerated when Garoppolo got hurt. I mean, and and kudos to to Kyle Shanahan. I mean, this is part of the reason the Niners went out and brought him in as their head coach was to kind of bring this kind of offense after he had that record-setting year with the Falcons a couple years ago. Um, so maybe we should give Kyle Shanahan some some more credit and think that, you know, he can scheme up. You know, obviously, having C.J. Beathard is not having Jimmy Garoppolo, but... He's keeping them afloat, at least. He's making them competitive. Yep. So I think that's that's at least worth noting, and it's mm-hmm. things we're paying attention to this week. Uh, Bengals at Chiefs. Uh, you're starting all your Bengals, right? I think I'm starting everybody. I see on both sides. I'm starting right? Dalton. I'm starting Mixon. I'm starting AJ. I'm starting Boyd. I'm starting... Are you starting Sammy Watkins? Uh, you know what? That's the one guy I feel like is the... Maybe on the outside looking in. Kind of the wild like card starter, here, right? Right. What does he have? One touchdown. He's got one game with over 80 yards. Uh, he's third in the pecking order behind Tyreek and, and Travis Kelsey, clearly. Uh, actually had a little bit of fun. Good cop, bad cop with Jerry O'Connell, who likes Watkins this week. I was kind of the bad cop. I'm like, eh, yeah, he's, he's all right. Um, CJ Uzama, I would play this week. And on Kansas City side of the ball, I mean, who, who are you not playing that, that? Oh, you're playing all the, the Chiefs. Right? I mean... Harrison butt kicker, you're you're playing him for yeah. sure. You're not playing the defenses. That's about it. Uh, and, and yeah, that's about it. So that was easy. That was easy. Start yeah. them all. Hey, Sammy Watkins, like I, I tried to cape for you a couple of weeks ago, and like you've just been meh. <laughs> like this is the, this but is that's like, what he is, man. That's what, he's like a tease. <sighs> I know. You know, he's like Lucy holding the football and peanuts. Oh, looks pretty good. Going to kick that sucker, and then he pulls it up out, and you land on your tuckus. Man, that sucks. Uh, Giants at Falcons. That is on Monday night down there in Atlanta. Yeah. Is there anyone you wouldn't play in this game, Marcus Grant? I'm going to let you go off on this one, buddy. Anyone I would that you not would play. not play now. Now Ridley is banged up and Sanu is banged up, so keep tabs on their status. But right, but I mean, if they're healthy, I'm, I think I'm playing those guys. Um, I, I'm I'm playing pretty much all the Giants, especially in Evan Ingram because he's back this week. So that means that's another tight end we add back into the pool. So that's a plus. Um, you know, I, I've said Eli Manning is a sleeper this week. You can stream him if you need to. Obviously, Sa- Saquon may have just a record-setting day against this group. I mean, they can't they can't stop a running back They're to save their lives. They're terrible. Uh, Saquon may may have all of the points this week. So, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think of any Falcons that I wouldn't start. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can't really think, think about, about it. it. I mean, maybe, like even- maybe I mean Austin Hooper is sort of a question mark, I guess. But even that, like, I'd still start Austin Hooper probably. 
So basically, you're starting all your Falcons, you're starting all your Giants. Uh, Eli's a streaming option if you need one. Sterling Shepard's a good play in this game. Atlanta, they're bad. They're extremely bad against slot receivers. And Ingram, keep tabs on his status. As long as he doesn't have any setbacks on Friday, uh, Saturday should be a go. And as Marcus said, that's going to help the depth tight end position because... It's uh, it's tough. It's pretty bad. It's, it's, it's pretty tough bad. out there. Uh, so Edo Smith. I mean, we. I guess we, we're figuring we're, we're starting him too. I just feel like he is so touchdown dependent because his yardage numbers yep. haven't really been great. Like you need him to get in the end zone to really get anything out of him. Yeah, uh, no question about that. But I'll tell you one thing: everybody out there who watched the Giants Eagles game and that was on national television last week, you've you've got to be excited if you've got any Atlanta Falcons offensive skill position players, especially Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. That defense looked terrible. That looked like a team that didn't want to be out there at times. And Matt Ryan is he's the new Ben Roethlisberger. This guy is redonkulously <laughs> good at home and on the road. I think he's averaging like 14 a game. So he's home stardom. I mean, you could argue that outside of Patrick Mahomes, there's not a better quarterback start in fantasy football this week than Matt Ryan, yep, probably which right. is nuts because he was a gigantic bust last year. Yeah, I mean, you know, year two under Sark, maybe maybe he just needs that year to kind of work out the kinks. Because even his first year under Kyle Shanahan wasn't great. And it mm-hmm. was that second and third year that he really took off. So maybe he just needs that year to kind of work out all the bugs uh, and then go there. Just so keep scoring them points. There you go. So that's our week seven preview. Before we get out of here, uh, Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. wait, I think Eddie was like eating an apple or something in there. What were you doing? Yeah, I, you're, you're. Oh no, I was ready to go. I hit the button quickly and it didn't. Uh, for some reason, the, our eyes here did be, not want to react. Betrayed by technology. Unfortunately, uh, so, yeah. The, the, so your delirious pick of the week. What I have a delirious pick, and Marcus, I'm I'm very glad you just brought up uh, Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins is a guy that I have on my team, and it's part of the reason why I'm talking about him today. Um, he's a guy that's like when he's on your bench, you're you're like, oh, my bench looks great. <laughs> Uh-huh. But you never want him to be in the starting lineup. But uh, because of the buys and a few injuries and, and uh, other stuff, uh, my delirious pick for this week is Sammy Watkins, Wallet Score, Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill, and Kareem Hunt for the Ooh. Chiefs. Ooh, um, wow. Watkins' numbers, I mean, he's at a 5, 19, 18, a 0, a 13, and a 3. So I feel like we're due for the Sammy Watkins game of the year. I feel like it's it's a good week for that. Uh, Bengals, 27th in, in uh, pass yards per game in the league. They give up uh, over 300 yards, uh, and they give the 10th most fantasy points to receivers. So maybe it can go well. Uh, and I could see Sammy Watkins with the you know a 30, 35 point game. Ooh, that's spicy. I like wow. it. Wow, that due. is. He is due. Yeah, he is due. And it all you know because it always comes like you can never really predict the Sammy Watkins week. Exactly. It kind of shows up out of nowhere. So I like it. I dig it. By the way, I was like keeping track. Like I feel like this this Cooper Cup injury. Oh, that hurts so much. Right. Uh, I thought about that too when he went down. I'm like, ah, oh, because Eddie, you were looking good. You were looking really good with that. And so that that uh, that puts a big big, big dent. In that uh, the Cooper Cup, yeah, he's gonna have to have a like a monster game to keep up with guys like Thielen and right. and, and the rest that are uh, just tearing it up. But yeah, yeah, I feel bad. I mean, I don't know how he came back. I thought he was done for the season. I thought he was done for the year. That was, a, I mean, gross play. Really, really did. And he came back and like they're like, oh yeah, he's he's coming out of the tunnel. He's he's good for the second half. And I was like, okay, yeah, uh, all right. They had a card though, <laughs> right? Uh, exactly. Uh, you want to do some uh, mailbag here? Uh, let's too, do a couple well. quick mailbags if we could. All right, I'll do some quick ones here. Uh, we have add Steve Latham thirteen s uh, one receiver. One one tight end between Edelman and Kenny Galladay and George Kittle or OJ Howard. Kittle, I would definitely go for tight end. Okay. I, I'm going Galladay. Uh, was it Galladay? Who are the other ones? Edelman. Edelman. Yeah, I think I go Galladay too. Yeah. Uh, we have 
at Travis Webb, 1220. Uh, wide receiver pickup, uh, Albert Wilson, bird alert. Goodwin or Taylor Gabriel? Gabriel. Ooh, I think I'll go Gabriel. I like Goodwin too, but Gabriel. Yeah, I go. my, my order would be Goodwin, Gabriel, and then uh, the bird alert. And uh, last one we have is at DL Hokey 17, week seven flex, Ridley or Lindsay? Ooh, I Well, I don't know go, what's going I, I I think I go Lindsay. Yeah, you have to because you don't know what's going on, you know, with Ridley, and that's a Monday night game. So Yes, yeah, so I think I go Lindsay there. So all right. So is that it? Hey, are you going to see Halloween this week? Uh probably not. Come on. Eddie, you're a horror guy? Uh, I'm, I cannot watch scary movies. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm a huge movie guy. I will not see that, that really? movie. That'll keep me. I mean, I'll be thinking about Come that on. at 4 a.m. I'll wake up. Anybody, before time. we go, anybody out there who loves horror like I do, go to Netflix and watch The Haunting on Hill House. It is so freaking good. I'm not done with it yet. I think I'm through seven episodes. It's so good. It's like the creepiest, best, like, horror series that I've seen in a long, long time. And it's Halloween, man. So I'm going to see how I want to see Michael Myers carve some people up. All right. Well, uh, uh, hopefully our fantasy players will carve some people up this weekend. Have fun with that. What do you think? Uh, let's see. That, I'm that, not inviting you. That would be, that, Come that, on. That's fine. Cause I wasn't going to come on. <laughs> so, Michael uh, Myers. Thank you again to Jerry O'Connell for stopping by and talking about fantasy with us. Be sure to check out his show. Car, uh, was it Carter, Carter on WGN America? So I uh, checked that out and check him out on Bravo too. Uh, talking, uh, I was gonna say yeah, talking fantasy, talking like yeah. Real Housewives. Yeah, like, like with Andy Cohen. I right. Mean, yeah, dude. So, I mean, Jo is out there, man. So that should be a whole lot of fun. So check him out there. And always remember, just because you've always done it the same way doesn't mean it's not dumb. We'll see you on Thursday. <laughs>